Hello everyone and welcome back to my anime journal and this is episode 99 so we're like really getting up I didn't expect this podcast to even last that long and I do have something special uh, you know look lined up for episode 100 so that that'll be fun something to look forward to um, but right now we're starting out with uh, Bafuri season 2 um, which it, it was bland and, and I expected that like I knew just from the fact that like even like the later parts of the first season of Bafuri were kind of bland uh, and, and the reason is just that they don't really like they don't continue with the magic and, and it would be hard to it because it's it's such a kind of like fleeting concept just the fact that like the whole premise relies on kaide maple uh continually getting more overpowered and like that's that's a fun idea uh and it works for like eight or maybe ten episodes and then it starts to be like oh well this just kind of keeps being the same and she just, she's like so powerful at this point that like she can't really reasonably get any more powerful. Like even if, no matter how hard they try, it it's just not exciting anymore. Because she's like already so powerful that there's not really anywhere to go. And it's not something like, say, One Punch Man or uh, even... I didn't really like Problem Children are coming from another world, aren't they? But that that one was at least like it was like self-aware of the fact that the main character was overpowered and like he was self-aware of it and he viewed it as a problem um, that he was like, I'm bored. Can I find something better to defeat? And like Kaide, Kaide doesn't really... Like, the thing is, she doesn't get bored. Like, she's kind of boring at this point. Because, like, in in One Punch Man, uh, or, yeah, the other one. What was it called? Uh, but, like, like, Saitama just kind of views it almost as his own detriment. The fact that he's overpowered. And kind of, like, keeps on trying to, like, up himself of, like, where can I find my next challenge? Whereas Kaide still kind of, I guess, kind of has, like, the peasant or starvation mentality of, like, I need to protect myself. I need to, um, it's almost like she, she views, like, the power-ups and the armor as being beneficial to her, even past the point that they offer any benefit at all, um, like, she's so powerful at this point that, like, nothing can actually reasonably do a dent to her. And, and she never really... Fi- doesn't really find anything that's a true challenge. And she doesn't seem to be excited by true challenges either. Like, even if she does find a challenge, she doesn't think, oh, this is this is exciting, finally something that I can, you know, put my skills to use toward. It's like, oh, God, when, when will this guy die? Um... And so it's, and she is, she's still adorable, but 
like I I feel like it's just kind of boring and the other characters don't really make it better. I I'll also the best girl Sally, uh, she doesn't really she, she's still a main character, but she doesn't play like as big of a role as she did in like certain arcs of season one. Um, the newbies get more time. Yui and May, they they're at least like in the show a bit more, but like they're kind of treated as like almost like pawns to to level up. Uh, it's like oh well, you know we keep you know giving these 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 are like our apprentices who aren't really that useful yet but like if we kind of give them a bit more experience and stuff then we can get them to a point that we're <laughs> even more undefeatable um but yeah it's it's kind of just a bit more plain than the first season so i th- for the cute girls, it's still, like, whatever. Like, there's there's more of them now. Like, there's, you know, there's lots of cute girls. Yui and Mei are both adorable. Um, the, you know, uh, we still, all the rest of the people. Obviously, we had them in the first season as well. There's, they weren't as prominent. Um, but, yeah, overall, it was just kind of more bland, uh, which is unfortunate, but, you know, it, it was bound to happen. Uh, uh, so the next uh, anime watched is Yang Xiang Pyeong Di. I can't speak Korean. Um, but it's called Gender Equality in English, and this I, I I'm not a huge fan of the message. It's kind of weird. Uh. It's it's about um I don't know why my profile shows up. Um but it it's about uh, a woman in like in the toilet symbol that there's like the man and the woman and that it's it's like the woman comes out and that she like multiplies herself and then she goes out and puts herself into uh signs that don't have uh i would say stick figures with dresses like there's the two stick figures there's the stick figure wearing pants and there's a stick figure wearing a dress and like it, it seems to imply that the stick figure wearing pants is inherently a man that that say any kind of sign like oh actually i guess in south korea elevator symbols show three men uh if you look at an elevator symbol canada uh it it always has it has the um I guess maybe there's some with yeah three panted uh, figures and then but usually it's uh, it's meant to be a man and a woman one wearing pants one wearing a dress that that's like typical that's like your generic elevator symbol is is two people one has a dress one's wearing pants um, I guess sometimes there's two guys wearing pants and one in a dress uh, but 
that's that's like your just typical elevator symbol. But apparently the the three three men or three three stick figures wearing pants. That's the fig. That's the symbol in South Korea, and so she like replaces herself in that. Like I don't know, is is that important? Like. And dresses being a sign of femininity is also kind of weird because, like, most women on on your average day isn't wearing a dress. Um, they're usually wearing pants. Uh, so, like, is is that equality? I I don't know. Like, there's bigger problems in the world uh, for women than whether or not stick figure is wearing a dress. Like, it just doesn't really matter. Um, and, and, yeah, and they show things like the exit sign and the walk symbol. And it's like, it it's just, it's just a sign. Like, you don't need to think that deeply about a sign. It's like, it's a sign. Like, the, we, we have, I don't know. Uh, like, it's, it's just a person. It's just meant to be a person. It doesn't need to be a male person. Like, like women wear pants too. Um, and obviously for for washrooms, like the man wearing pants and the woman wearing a dress, that makes sense as a symbolism to be like which one is for which type of person. Uh, and yeah, like say the, in this, the wheelchair symbol and the wheel the guy in the wheelchair is wearing pants. You don't have we don't have a wheelchair symbol wearing a dress. I, I don't think so. Um, but like I don't think we need one. <laughs> like it doesn't really matter. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's like I, I get I get what they mean by it, but at the same time, I think it's just not really an important message. Um, the second one I, I resonated with more, uh, I don't know if that's a male bias, but, uh, the, the second one is, is actually about the reverse. So it's called gender equality two and, and it's about <clears throat> the male symbol comes out and replaces himself mostly into father figure roles like say baby changing areas and they show one of like a woman like helping a kid across the street and it would always be always be a woman in South Korea I don't think we have that I don't know if we have that somewhere over here but anyway like um it's just showing himself as as the father figure that like on symbols depicting parents it usually only shows the woman or at least at least in South Korea it does because like here we sometimes do sometimes we'll have baby baby changing uh, changing areas and sometimes it'll just show the baby like it can just show the baby and and that's fine as a as one uh, or or it shows yeah figure stick figure wearing pants could be a father could be just the mother is wearing pants because. A lot of mothers wear pants. Um, and you can kind of interpret it the way you want. Um, and I, I think sometimes they can even show both. Um, 
but yeah oh yeah and sometimes we'll you can have like a figure with kind of like half pants half dress i guess also works um <clears throat> but yeah it's it's just a just figure oh yeah and actually like here often we'll have the sometimes it'll be actually like a third bathroom like a gender neutral bathroom that you can have that kind of thing and say like there's those are bc fairies i know like they have the wheelchair bathroom as being the only gender neutral bathroom that there's just like um there's a men's bathroom there's a woman's bathroom and then there's the disabled bathroom which like if you're trans and you don't feel comfortable going into the men or women's bathroom then it's like well you're not disabled but at the same time that's the easiest one to go into um and it's also probably the easiest one to throw a baby changing area into so you don't have to feel uncomfortable about like a man bringing his daughter or <laughs> well, a man going into the woman's bathroom to change their baby because there's no change, baby changing area in the men's bathroom or something like that. Like, you don't want that. Uh, so just throwing it in whichever the gender neutral bathroom is makes the most sense if you can't afford to, you know, add one to every bathroom. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, if pants or. Are pants masculine? I don't know. It's like on some signs they're they're meant to be masculine, but at the same time they don't have to be. And, and obviously in some cultures, say like there's kimonos in Japan that are are gender neutral but are kind of a dress. Or I think there's an Indian one, like an Indian kind of dress that's gender neutral. Um but yeah like that kind of figure is meant to be a woman and we kind of all interpret it to be a woman as long as it's like kind of designed to be that way um yeah this bathroom signs are not really or signs are not really the biggest worries in terms of gender gender equality but actually the facilities themselves say so yeah like the baby changing area like you you want the facility to be there in the men's bathroom but like what what it shows on it doesn't really matter um and then the next anime i watched is sumiko gurushi movie one uh i kind of don't feel like watching a second movie honestly i don't even know oh, there's three or how many are there there's three movies oh the third one hasn't aired yet it's so it's it, it's a it's a kid's film um and it's it's just a pack depicting all of these like foods like they're they're like these kind of very like Japanese childish kinds of figures. I guess similar to like Hello Kitty, isn't it? Like it's that kind of sort of figure that you kind of expect. Um, 
And they're all depicting various foods and or just various things, various things that are like either unwanted or weird or just kind of bits and pieces uh, that are unloved. And they're all together and then they kind of put themselves into various fairy tales as well. It, it feels memeable. It feels like something like, uh, like, what was it? Um, like, was it the hamster one? Um, hamster car anime. What was it called again? Uh, Pui Pui Mall Car, like something like that, or like Banania, like those sorts of like kids shows that just depict these like kind of simplistic uh, characters who are based somewhat on animals but also not entirely and like those feel like the the sort those are two like very memed shows and, but this one's just totally underground like no one's seen it and and uh, i don't know i i didn't really enjoy it unironically and there's kind of no one to like bounce off of to enjoy it ironically like it could be enjoyed ironically like if if you had the the right if the right people watched it, i think it could have could be very memeable but yeah no one's seen it so it's just kind of disappointing to to watch it on your own and just be like oh no one's made memes of this this is you know uh i don't know just a an okay kids anime kids kids movie it, it feels like it's made for very young kids like one to four kind of thing um and yeah it's just what was it a penguin unsure if it's a penguin piece of pork cutlet a shy cat tokage hides his nature as being one of the last dinosaurs so yeah they're all just kind of weird animals um <clears throat> and stuff yeah uh after that, I watched the Eulucant movie. This was good. I like the Eulucant movie. Um, I mean, Eulucant just in general is good. Uh, but this one I especially liked because... Well, this one I liked just like they are adults this time, which is nice. The young adults. Um, like, say, uh, Nadeshko is working just as a clerk at a at an outdoor store and it's like that's a probably a minimum wage job like she's good at it i'm sure but she's probably making like eight dollars an hour or something like that's not a that's not a career um but it it's just fun seeing seeing them like you know in their adult lives and doing their uh doing their things for some reason, Anna feels like someone, like, like, that could be a good girlfriend. <laughs> like, uh, I, I've been doing some dating app stuff recently. She she totally reminds me of the people who would be like, oh, I I could that could be a thing. Um, like she likes animals. She she's like a vet now, and uh, she's so soft and huggable. Aww. Um. 
She also just has like this bright smile on her face. So just like permanently. She's just like never doesn't have a smile. It's very cute. Um, and uh, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's it, it is. It's just nice seeing because like the the plot of the movie is that uh, they're like building a campground and um, and like they have to like you know they might take time off work to do it but like they're all like busy people now and it's just kind of like uh, but they kind of come back together to to build this camp together which is really just it's fun and um. And it's nice seeing them all as adults um, and seeing like what they decided to do with their lives uh, it's just nice uh, well I liked it um, it is obviously still a slice of life but yeah it's just a cute film um, I don't really have much to say about it but it's just 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 fun um, yeah, if you like Eula Camp, you'll probably like the movie, I think. Um, and after that, I watched uh, Norato Ojo to Noraneko Heart. Uh, th this one is terrible. Um, and. Oh, yeah. Nora, Princess and Stray Cat. What was a Stray Cat about? Uh, it, it is it's garbage. Um. So it's <clears throat> oh yeah, it's an actual anime, uh, but a real like male protagonist is just kind of them doing lewd things. Uh, oh yeah, and I think the the male protagonist is the one who reincarnated as a cat, and they just the girls kind of adopted him. Uh, I feel like it's also probably similar to like there was a dog one that recently aired. Uh, but like a dog who kind of is actually a person and a pervert and is you know entitled to uh to do things with girls that they wouldn't do with like a human boy um but yeah it's it's that kind of show uh also episode what was it i think it was episode six is goats yeah episode six um and that was why I knew about this show. I was like, oh, that's episode six is about goats. It's literally just it's live action footage of goats. And uh, and they got the voice actors to, to voice over the goats and pretend to be the goats. And it's like, oh, we're, we're goats now. Oh, no, we reincarnated as goats. <laughs> so dumb. And, and Mal just refuses to just consider that to be an episode. They're like, episode six is about goats. So uh, it's not anime. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why it's eleven episodes, because it's actually a twelve episode show, but one of the episodes is about goats, um, and yeah, so it's just terrible. Please don't waste your time with it. Um, and moving on. After that, I watched Mug Cup, um, or actually, uh, Yaku Nara Mug Cup Mo. Let's make a mug too. I. Mug cup is just the word for mug in Japanese, but like it, it feels like just so kind of, I guess, tautological. 
is to have like these two words that kind of mean the same thing. Like a mug is a type of cup. Um, I guess chai tea is the same thing, where we say chai tea, even though chai means tea. And pizza pie, pizza means pie. Um, so it kind of, like, I can understand why Japanese, but like mug and cup are both English words. So like, like that that's unnecessary to borrow mug and cup together. I mean, like, oh, it's a mug cup. The type of cup that's a mug. What's a mug? It's a, it's a kind of cup. What's a cup? Oh, mugs are a kind of cup. Oh, great. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a hobby show. Um, like if you like those kind of like after school shows, after school club shows, it's it's that kind of show, like DIY or Slow Loop or Yamana Susume, Tamiura. It's that kind of show. Um, which is fun. It's it's nice having more more of these kinds of shows, and it's cute, and all the girls are cute. Also, Tamiura is a really good analog because literally um like the start of the show it's like oh my mom died and she really likes pottery okay so we're getting into this kind of show and um and yeah she gets she's into the main girl the pink haired girl she's into pottery uh yeah because of her mom brought her into it and she just kind of like wants to keep up the tradition even though i'm pretty sure her mom died like fairly young like when she was fairly young um but like that's how she got invested in in pottery and it's and the same thing happens in tamiura it's like oh why is why is the main girl into photography well her late father was into photography um and just stylistically they're both fairly similar like they both take place in the countryside um but yeah it's it's cute uh, all the girls are cute, and and they make they make pottery. Um, they don't make mugs, which is funny. I think I think the title "Let's Make a Mug" too. And this is a split core. Uh, like it's not like two distinct seasons. It's like there was only like a three month gap between the two seasons. Um, Although I'm talking about season one technically right now, so um, so in in season one, no mugs are are made. Uh, it's all different other types of pottery, like they make bowls, they make um, various things. They make trying to make a seed at one point, which doesn't really work. Um, oh yeah, they make different things out of pottery. There's it's like pottery is the thing that they like doing. So even if something doesn't really make sense to make out of pottery, it's like, well, we're making things out of pottery. Let's see if we can make this out of pottery. Well, well hold on. Um, and yeah, so this, this is kind of fun. Um, and it's, it's it's a hobby that we... I, I don't really think about pottery much, so it's just kind of a fun hobby. I have done a bit of pottery in high school and didn't really turn out well i have i made a minecraft sheep and out of clay once and it wasn't very stable the, the leg broke off and i had to like glue it back on uh, that was fun uh i don't know if i still have it um but yeah it's yeah pottery um and, and the in the second season uh 
she finally makes a mug. Uh, and I think that's why it's called Let's Make a Mug 2. Like, in addition to all this other crap that we're making out of clay, uh, let, let's also make a mug. Why the hell not? Uh, make a mug as well. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, both seasons. They're, they're kind of the same. It's not really... It, it feels... It does feel like just it is a two-floor show, and there's just a... It's split into two seasons. Also, they are very short. Uh, although it technically aired in 24-minute episodes. It's just that 10 minutes of each episode is live-action stuff. That's not really related to the anime. Um, like, it's somewhat related. I've heard some people like it. Like, it's also about pottery. And I think it's also kind of meta. It's, like, about the anime as well. But um, I didn't bother watching it. Uh, I don't know if... Well, I can't really recommend it because I didn't do it. Uh, but yeah, that that is also a thing. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun show. Um, the girls, in terms of personality, they're they're not particularly memorable. Um, they're just they're just girls, and they like pottery. I don't know. But oh yeah, the, in yeah in season two we also get this the Mexican girl. She's cool. She's really happy. Um, like she's really excited to see them, and she also does she does speak Spanish, and and it's also just nice having like more more foreign characters who aren't just like American or British or whatever or Russian, <laughs> like some like you know characters who are like not European descent. Like someone, yeah, like this, who's like Latino. You don't get enough of that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, she's very happy, and it's, it's nice to have that kind of representation in, in an anime. Um, yeah, it's just it's a fun show. Uh, I'd recommend it. If, if you like cute girls doing cute things, just in general, or especially if you like after-school club anime. Like... If you like After School Club anime, then you should definitely give it a shot. Um, and, and and then I watched Kazuna no Alil, uh, which was terrible. Uh, again, um, and I gave it the same score as that other, the Nora Neko crap. Um, Kazuna no Alil. So, Kazuna no Alil... Anyone remember Kazuna Ai? Um, she, I think she did a bit of streaming, but like she's one of the she was one of the first um, VTubers. But she's also one of the few VTubers who like makes pretty much exclusively uh, VOD content, like video on demand. She doesn't. She actually makes like videos, and they're not videos that are just like like truncated out of streams they're like videos made to be videos uh which is i'd say it's kind of unique for a vtuber like there are other vtubers who do that but it's just uncommon um and uh but yeah she isn't around anymore and also even when she was around uh, there was some kind of weird shenanigans about, like, just how much she was doing. A and the fact that 
Kazuna Eye, the brand, got so much bigger than Kazuna Eye, the, like, the person behind her, like, the original voice actor could actually manage. And so they hired more eyes, and then eventually the original one, I think, I can't remember if she quit or if she was fired, but, like, the the original voice wasn't part of the brand anymore. That she was replaced. Like, they had already had, like, a bunch of kind of clones of her, and it wasn't really uh, clear when um, when it was the original eye or when it was, like, one of her kind of imposters. I think they had, like, what was it, one that was, like, a black, like, a darker version of her where I was like, oh, this is very clearly a different person. Whereas most of the time it's like, oh, she's the same avatar, but it's a different person playing her. Um <clears throat> But it's sort of like the brand is the character and the the voice actor is someone else that is just portraying her, which I think VTuber fans just, they don't see VTubers that way, at least not anymore. Like, people like seeing the... I think people kind of view the character as as like uh almost like a mask on top of the voice actor that it's like you have the character but the character the character adds to the the idea of it like people like the character like say like hololive is partly successful because of like the unique different characters that there are and like how they can interact with each other that's like oh this person is like uh based on this animal and this person is based on this other animal that actually eats this animal and that that's a fun interaction that only works because of these characters even though that has nothing to do with the voice actors um but that that doesn't really the like say like what was that Mike neko um which is actually, what is it? Um, the green one. What's her name again? Um, the like that was like one of Hollow Lives' ex members who got fired, and then uh, and she made a Mike Neko account, and now people just kind of followed her there if they wanted to see her. Although she doesn't stream as much anymore. Um, but yeah, like people like the voice actor. Like that's kind of what you watch people for. And in this one, they are more traditional. Like they're more like the kinds of VTubers we expect. Uh, although what's funny is in this show, like they they talk about streaming. Like these are streamers. Like the main character, um, <clears throat> Miraculu. Mir- 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 that's that's how it's pronounced in the show. It's. Uh, that's miracle. Uh, I would usually just pronounce it as a miracle, uh, but miraculu. Um, she, she is a streamer. She talks about her viewers. She's like at least somewhat successful as a streamer, but she's going to a VTuber academy, and and she really looks up to Kazuna Ai, and. 
And then she meets all these other girls who are also streamers and they're also like VTubers. But like you have like these two worlds um, that there's like the real world and then there's the virtual world. Um, but in both worlds, generally the girls look basically the same. Um, like because they choose they design their avatar based on their real person uh, although probably in universe they would look kind of sort of like the memoji kind of idea or like sort of like on apple where it's like you have this kind of cartoon character who's vaguely resembling you but doesn't actually look identical to you. Whereas in anime, because they're both anime, it it ends up kind of looking identical to them because it's the, the in anime that are already in anime, and then in the virtual world they're also in anime. So it's kind of like that you you lose that kind of disconnect. They kind of just look the same. Um, and but like their outfits change. Um, so like they have the they do have a school uniform i i think they i'm i can't remember if the school uniform is no i think i can't remember i think it is that the school uniform is a real world and then when they're in their like idol outfits that's when they're in the virtual world um but it's it's not really it's perfectly clear um the the character designs themselves are nice like i i like the fact that they have the two-tone hair i think the two-tone hair is <laughs> i think it's just based off kazuna eye uh like kazuna eye has like the the brown hair that has these um like pink highlights and every character looks like that well actually no uh one of the girls it's it's more of a gradient. Uh, Noelle, um, yeah, Noelle's hair. It's it's like it starts off blonde and then goes to purple at the bottom, um, whereas all the other girls have like Kazuna eyes kind of version where where it's like they have a main color and then they have highlights. Um, and we also get a dark skinned girl here, uh, Riz. <laughs> Riz. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious her name is riz I, I didn't even remember that uh but yeah she's she's pretty um and, and she has dark skin and she um she, wears, she has a nice outfit um the, the also like in addition to the like yeah like the highlights they also all wear lip gloss and nail polish um which I think is probably also at least somewhat inspired by Kazuna Eye's design. Uh, so even though all the girls look like different from like what anime normally has, they're kind of similar to each other because they're kind of all based on Kazuna Eye. Um, except uh, like I really do like the dark skinned girl I, I think I still really like her aesthetic um but yeah Riz yeah she's cute um but oh yeah it and uh and obviously they do all have different hairstyles even if the coloring is kind of similar 
Um, but personality wise, they're not particularly interesting. Like, um, yeah, I guess Miraculu, like, I guess she, she kind of, it is sort of, um, a bit like, say in, in iCuts, like, so we have Ichigo who looks up to, um, what was it? Mizuki? I don't know. I think I swear it was Mizuki. Let me, let me check. Um, but like, they're both looking up to someone. Um, uh, yeah, Mizuki. Uh, that like, uh, Ichigo looks up to Mizuki and then Akri looks up to Ichigo. Uh, and, and like, Akri and Ichigo both kind of like heavily inspire uh like their own idol aesthetic based on the idol that they look up to but then they develop their own style and their own personality and their own like way of doing idol things right and that's all good it's it's a nice progression it's uh you know you get to see their their character development um in terms of like breaking away from uh from their idol and becoming their own idol uh whereas this doesn't really have that it's more like miraculu looks up to kazuna i and she continues to look up to kazuna i and she looks a decent amount like kazuna i and and all all of like the and and she never surpasses kazuna i she kind of just stays as i i don't know if she's any more popular at the end i don't think she is like, I don't think really much progression has happened. It's a bit of a cast-building anime. Like, they do... There are more girls by the end than there are at the beginning. But personality-wise, most of them are kind of boring. Um, like, they're not particularly interesting characters. And also, Chris is kind of funny in the way that there's even like one point midway through the show where uh chris uh is is talking about uh uh she has this whole spiel i think it goes on for like several minutes um of her talking about uh how uh ants and elephants move <laughs> move as fast compared to their body size to each other <laughs> and she, she makes a big deal out of it and and then after the sequence is done <laughs> miraculous is just like oh yeah i guess chris isn't really that interesting of a character she's kind of dumb she's a little weird i didn't really inquisit much about her <laughs> and, and then this kind of continue um but but like that's kind of like that vibe kind of continues where it is kind of like originally the view is like oh chris is just this really cool girl she doesn't say much she's uh kind of mysterious and then she just has like this weird random <laughs> just her exposing how dumb she is and then and then it's like oh yeah i guess chris is kind of weird isn't she and and then it's like yep she is and and, and they uh i don't know and I guess she's she's kind of weird, um, but she doesn't really have that much going on, um, and, and kind of it was kind of the same for all of them. Um, another big complaint I have is just how boring the idol scenes are. Like 
Why? Like, oh, I- idle anime is good to have performance scenes. That's that's kind of, you know, it's it's idle. This is an idle show. Like, wh- why wouldn't there be performance scenes? And now they're not cancerous like the like the earlier I cuts idle scenes are like, but they are bad. They are very much bad. And because like the the animation in in the regular show, it's very humdrum. It's very just kind of generic. It just kind of look like average anime girl. It's actually a little subpar. Like there's certain parts of the animation where like say, say like you can tell that a frame is is just like kind of like their lips are moving and it kind of goes on for a bit too long. And it's like, oh, they're a little, a little lazy animating this one. <laughs> Uh, but even if it's like a little subpar it's it's not bad whereas in in the dance performances it's it's always just a 3d cgi there's artifacts like you can see like that like the rim around the character is more pixelated than the rest of the screen like like as if it was someone who it was like their first time using a 3D animating software. And then the background is just, it's just a static background. There's nothing going on in it. It's just like, we've just decided this is the background we're going to use. And you just have a girl dancing. There's no perspective changes. It's just a girl dancing. The dances aren't even that interesting. And it's it's just, it's bland. And it, it looks, it looks bad. Um, and, um, also another weird complaint, it feels like a kid's show, like they'll just kind of, sometimes they'll like ask the audience about something, or sometimes they'll, the, uh, or even like in the first episode, where, where miraculously, like the very way that she like finds something was just, she like drops something on the ground and then she looks up and there's a random path that she had never seen before. And it's like, that's, that's just like the kind of storytelling that happens in shows where people expect the audience to be like little kids who aren't really going to think twice about the fact that that's a weird thing to happen. Um, and, and also like another thing that, makes it feel a little like a kid's show is like the stuff that happens at the end of the episode where they have like the recommended video and it's uh just one of the videos of one of the idols and it's it's the same kind of garbage animation style of the dance scenes um and, and and those sequences it's like three or four minutes at the end of the episode where they just kind of spiel about god knows what they just they just talk about something it's usually boring um but in episode three, what did they do for the recommended video? It's it's the one of the characters just it, it's like the weird little rabbit mascot who's just telling the the telling like Miraculu and Chris about what NFTs are, and it's it's talking about NFTs in a way it and it's it's not like nuanced at all it's just like this is what NFTs are they're they're great uh the NFT it's a non-fungible token and uh and it means that there's only one of them and you can't uh can't easily um 
you know, like duplicated. There's only one. It's it's great. Uh, you should really invest in NFTs now. And it's like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, why would you do this? And a show that feels like it's aimed at like seven year old girls. Like, why? Why are you promoting NFTs in a show that feels like it's made for like the youngest audience possible? Like, that's awful. Like. Like, I can understand. Apparently, Kizuna Ai has a line of NFTs. And and maybe maybe that's maybe that was why this anime was aired. Of like, oh, we want to get them while you're young. Uh, NFTs are going to be this. This is, uh, this is the way of the future. We're going to hook kids on them now. We're going to get them to, you know, make their parents blow tons of money on Kizuna Ai NFTs. Uh, I don't like it, man. Um... Also, uh, in the later, uh, I think, what was it, episode 11 or 12, uh, like, there's an NFT that's being used as a prize for a competition, uh, as, like, a lower prize, that it's like, oh, well, the, you know, you have the high prize of, like, a Nintendo Switch, or I don't remember what it was, uh, but, like, the lower prize is, oh, uh, everyone who gets the least 10th place gets an NFT. <laughs> it's like, wow, great. I'm sure those will be worth so much. Um... But yeah, that and it seems like that is like the big complaint of uh, the fact that it promotes NFTs. But like, there's so much more to complain about. I I do hate the fact that it promotes NFTs, especially for a show that feels like it's made for kids. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like it's 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 bad. Um, I. I didn't hate it as much as I Cut's Planet, but like I feel like part of that is just because I had more invested in I Cut's Planet. Like I was never a huge Kazuna Ai fan. Uh, I liked her. I really liked her design, but I never really watched many Kazuna Ai videos. But I feel like someone who was like if someone was like watching Kazuna Ai from the beginning was really invested in like her her journey really invested in like watching Kazuna Ai's videos and watching the streams when they happened as well. Like I feel like if you were that kind of a fan and then you see this show that comes out where characters are all just kind of generically vaguely based on Kazuna Ai and they're and they're all kind of bland and and then the show promotes NFTs. <laughs> Like, I feel like it could be that much of a piss-off to you. Uh, it's like, this is the worst show of all time. Um, <clears throat> thankfully, I, I wasn't that invested in it, but it's still it's still a bad anime. It is very much a bad anime. And, um, and yeah. Um, it, it was... It was interesting to see just for how bad it is, but but yeah, I I can't recommend it. Um, uh, yeah, like if if you're morbidly curious about how bad an idol anime can get, um, I I would recommend more to to watch. Uh, Obviously, to watch Million Doll. Million Doll is really bad. Um, I know there's, what was it? There, there was another one as well. 
Uh, but yeah, there, there's some bad idol anime out there. This one's bad, but it, it wasn't really ever bad in a fun way. It was mostly bad in a boring way of just them just kind of screwing up and just kind of not really doing things for fun. It was just kind of, it felt like they just didn't really care. It was just, it was a cash grab. It was just like a way to, you know, milk NFTs a bit. Like, if, considering how, like, low quality the animation is, this might have only cost them, I don't know, a million dollars to make or something. And it's like, oh, we can probably get more than that out of uh, yeah, the NFTs we sell. So it's uh, it's all good. It's a good promotional material. Um, yeah. Uh, would not recommend. Um, <clears throat> and, and then just to finish things off, I watched Miracle. The, uh, not, uh, the, the Miracle, uh, from Kizuna Eye, it's it's a music video. It's not related to the show. It it aired like a decent amount of time before it, but it just happened to have Kizuna Eye the character um, <clears throat> in it as well because, well, uh, Kizuna Eye is is in. Uh, it's you know it shows it, it she was in Kizuna no Alil, and so. Uh, that's how I found out about it. But was was the miracle a good music video? No, not really. It, it had some decent stuff in it, but it wasn't that great. Uh, also, uh, Kazuna no Alil, the final episode actually has a proper dance scene, so that's good at least. Like all the other dance scenes are absolute garbage. Um, but at least there was a decent dance scene in episode twelve. But other than that, not very good anime. Um, <clears throat> anyway. That's enough me complaining about Kazuna no Leal. Uh, thank you for watching, and uh, I hope to see you again next time. Uh, next time's going to be exciting. There's uh, have, uh, have a guest. Um, but yeah, uh, goodbye.